0: You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at
1: chirpradio.org/podcasts.
0: Lonely, searching, angry, wounded. Don't be worried if you're not included. Only birds hear the violin. Only birds know the quiet that makes you.
1: Jesse D. You're listening to the Chirp Radio Artist Interview Series, and I'm here today with Jess Godwin. Jess, how are you today? I'm good. Me too. Just one Jessica talking to another. Love it. I love it. <laughs> to start, can you just tell me about your musical background and history?
0: I grew up watching my mom perform in piano bars. And she uh, was also a piano teacher. And I just sort of caught the bug early. Like I wanted to sing. I wanted to play, but I was so shy. I was so soft-spoken. So I think that like creating was always bigger to me than performing. I I think I just wanted to make things all the time. So I was constantly hanging my little ponies from strings. I was making art installations early on. And I sort of, started finding my voice singing and performing uh, around high school, started writing a lot and went to college for classical voice. And that was not a good fit for me at all. And I ended up transitioning to be a theater major because I had a lot of people be like, she can sing, but she cannot act. (laughs) From I was a Vanderbilt for my first uh, year and a half and then I transferred to Columbia and Chicago for the rest of my time as a theater major. So I just sort of like so new for me. And I think that now at forty, I'm finally starting to like understand what it means to be an actor. I started doing a lot of musical theater in Chicago. I was doing like four shows a year. I just loved being on stage. There's just nothing like saying something or singing something and then having people connect to that. Like that was a thing that I like, could not get enough of. And four years into that, I started coming back to writing. It felt more potent for me than playing another character. So I started releasing music. God, I think I was like 26. Um, and I know a lot of people start doing that stuff like when they're 14 now. I had some labels that were interested and studios that were interested and I think the next god five six years became so much about like, how do we turn you into a product? What do you look like? What do you wear? What does your body look like? What's your brand? Like, are you the sexy one? Are you' the smart, nerdy one? Like which one are you? But that is also just the reality of the business. And you know it's sad that it's like that, but I didn't need to, like let it affect me so much, but it really did. but out of that, I, Became really interested in how people were creating videos and turning music into imagery. And I started making these like diorama music videos of these like single takes. And I started kind of finding more of my artistic voice through that and realizing that, oh gosh, I don't have to wait for somebody to like sign me or somebody to make my music video. I can just, you know, do these things myself. And something that that needed to happen was I backed away from a lot of it the past couple of years just because there is this dangling carrot that's always in front of you saying, you know, if you just make this one more song or if you make one more post or you're this close to like actually being able to support yourself financially, there's just always this like promise. It's not sustainable and it's very unhealthy. So I I really pulled back. And something really magical happened this past summer, I just had this moment where I was like, Oh my gosh, I I have to write again. And I went to the woods with my dog and I brought up my piano and I wrote this 10 song album and it just all kind of came out. And like, I I wasn't writing it. Okay. I'm going to (laughs) cry. I wasn't writing it for anybody or anything, or like, I just like had to say the things and it didn't feel like it was coming from me. It, I just felt like I was downloading something from somewhere else, uh, and that's how I created the music for this album called Dreamer, which is actually a short film now. Because I was like, "Well, I should go like record these uh, at my mom's studio and her piano." And I went and I like filmed myself playing everything live, which is something I never would have done a year ago because I was so obsessed with being perfect and never messing up. And I like let myself mess up through the recording of it. And I think that now after everything I've learned, I just, I'm so into saying the thing that I mean for me. So I really kind of feel like my artistic career is starting now because of the experience that I had this past summer where I was like, oh, this is what art can be this is what my life can be outside of the expectations of what the industry tells you that it's supposed to be. want
1: that you were talking about The Dreamer, one thing you posted on social media that I really liked was that this was your Tony Braxton (laughs) unbroke your heart.
0: I forgot I said that. It did. It did unbreak my heart. I don't want to expose the big reveal of Dreamer. People should go watch it because it's only $10 and it's 48 minutes and I like it. And it's neat because dreams have always been a thing for me. Always. I have very vivid dreams. With Dreamer, I just noticed that all of these Dreams just kind of started haunting me last year, and they all seemed thematic and about me. And there was a a really, really big hurt that I was trying to make sense of for about 10 years, and it felt weirdly connected to me also being a creator, but I couldn't articulate it. And I, I tried to articulate it in like so many pieces of art. I've tried to write so many one woman musicals about this, like, I have tried to like crack that, and like, it is not been cracked. And so I kind of threw it away. And and then these dreams started happening. And I was like, oh, I think I need to like document these dreams. I don't know what any of it means. And then I went to the woods and I wrote these 10 songs. But then on the last day in the last 30 minutes before I had to go to the airport, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna also say these dreams out loud. Why not? So I recorded myself doing the dreams and I went home and I edited the dreams and the songs down and I started rearranging them. They were like puzzle pieces. And then I was like, oh my God. It was insane. Like, I just feel like my subconscious was like, this is what you need to figure out about yourself. And in putting all of the puzzle pieces together, I really feel like I was able to forgive myself and forgive a lot of people and break this victim mentality that I had been in for so long. It was remarkable that, like, this art gifted itself to me like this. It's been strange that, like, I've released it and it's been speaking to other people. And it's like winning awards. Like since I released it, I'm in 17 film festivals. I've won 11 awards. I mean, I'm not a filmmaker. (laughs) I just (laughs) wanted to film myself singing songs. When people talk to young artists and say, you know, just make your art the way you want to make your art and do it for you. And I remember people say that to me and be like, yeah, 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 I'll do that. But like... I want to make the art that you'll like. That was just always me. And and now at 40, I'm like, oh, they were right. You should just make your own art and like not worry about the result because it feels better than like any freaking award could ever feel. It feels <laughs> so great to make something and give it to myself.
1: So I wanted to
0: talk about the Muse. Yes. It's a body instrument. You kind of have to see it. So I <laughs> encourage you to go online and see it. It's... A wearable musical instrument. It's a dress and there's little buttons on it. And I play the buttons and out of the buttons comes piano or drums or vocal or whatever I feel like programming. I came up with the idea for it. I had a gig. It was one of those one woman musicals I was trying to do. I was like playing literally every instrument. I had three keyboards, three loopers, three microphones, all of the stands, all the chords. And I was trying to get an Uber to go to this venue to set everything up. And the Uber driver, he was like, you can't bring all the stuff. This is too much. You can't put all the stuff in here. And I was like, I agree. This is a lot. I could not carry it myself. And I don't know. I think I thought that like art was going to be so simple. And why have I made things so complicated for myself? I got really into body work and connection connecting the mind to the body and really thinking about how disconnected we all are as a society to our bodies like we're not living in our bodies at all and I came up with this idea of how like I, I wanted to, create some sort of art installation where I would play my body. And up to that point, I had been messing around a little bit with making my own little MIDI controllers with like fruits and rubber duckies. So like I knew how to do this. I was like, what if I put this on my body and I play my body and I interact with music differently? I think at first it was me coming from a place of pain because I think that's where a lot of my art starts, which is okay. Everyone has to start somewhere. But as I was developing this and messing around with buttons and wires, it was just fun. Like it, it started to become so joyful and I was just curious all the time and it became more of a collaboration with my body. You know, so I call it the muse because it ins- inspires me to create in a different way and it challenges me to create within that box. So right now I'm exploring other ways of making it. I'm working with some choreographers on a couple of pieces that are going to come out next year that I'm so excited about. We're working on like what it means to I think fully engage with the body as I engage with the instrument. So that's the muse as it is right now. It'll be something different in a couple months, but right now it's a dress and I love her.
1: And it's just such an intimate way to create music because you almost have to hug yourself to play it.
0: Yeah. The intimacy was important. I think my frustration with all the gear, I just felt like there was this huge metal barrier between me and the audience. I was like, I don't want there to be anything between me and the person I'm trying to reach. I think for me with my art, it's about, you can't see it, but it's there, that connection that you make. And I just feel like all of that electronic gear, like it looked cool, but like I just don't think it was right for me because it was getting in the way. So now I can be on stage and it can just be me and the instrument and a mic and then whoever's in front of me. And that's very vulnerable and exciting and intimate.
1: So when does the album come out? What's next for you? What do you have planned for the rest of the year?
0: It's coming out December 5th. It's the live album of Dreamer. And it's the first time I've ever recorded a full album of just me and the piano. There's six ballads because I felt like it. (laughs) And there are lots of feelings. And it's just me. It's like what my voice sounds like when you're not trying to make it sound perfect. So like, it's ugly sometimes. And I love every second of it. And I'm working on a couple of theater commissions. I'm working on Quiet Life with my husband. We're a writing team. He's an amazing, amazing writer. And Audible is commissioning us to write their first commission, a musical, which is so exciting. So we're in the second draft of that. I guess Muse and Dreamer and a couple theater commissions and hopefully a lot of rest in the midst of all that is my hope for the next couple of months. Gabriel is a star, he's the brightest in the sky. Every time he takes the scene, he catches every eye. Got the personality.
1: Jesse Jessie D, you are listening to a Chirp Radio artist interview. Jess, it has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing everything you've shared with me today.
0: Thank you so much. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org podcasts.